Welcome to The Undercover Elephant, a podcast about scaling and optimizing your PHP applications produced by Tideways. Each week, Benjamin Eberlei and Matthew Setter sit down with an expert from the PHP community to discuss a specific aspect of highly performant PHP applications. Whether you're a lone developer or part of a larger team, if you want to develop fast and reliable PHP applications, then this, my friend, is the podcast for you. Alrighty, then let's get started. In this episode, we're going to be talking about what is garbage collection in PHP and how do you make the most of it with Derek Rithens. You can find an article about this topic on tideways.com forward slash podcast forward slash one. And you can also find a link to that in the show notes. Derek is the maintainer of Xdebug and will be the, or is the release master of PHP 7.4, which will be released in a few weeks. Yeah, he has been working on uh, Xdebug 3 and uh, wrote a post in his newsletter in September about it. So he has a lot of knowledge about PHP internals and um, about the topic from today, garbage collection. He has also worked quite a bit uh, on it and collaborated with people that implemented this feature. So, Derek, uh, do you want to tell a little bit uh, about yourself uh, and uh, about the topic and how you came to work on it? Hi, I'm Derek. As Benjamin already introduced me, uh, I do XDBuggy things, and I originally worked on a garbage collection mechanism that's in PHP. To be honest, I can't remember when we introduced this, but this must have been early 2000s or something like that. And I'm not sure what else you wanted to hear there. Uh, yeah, that's fine, I guess. You, you already <laughs> mentioned all the other things, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little bit about you. About me? Uh, yeah. Well, I, I'm a European living in London. I've been here for quite a long time. I've been working on and with PHP for probably about 20 years now. And uh, for most of the time, I've uh, worked on this little debugging tool called XDebug, of which I'm continuing to work on. And my contributions to PHP itself are the daytime extension that is probably the best well known for. And I've also done the MCrypt original M the original rewrite of the MCrypt extension. And indeed I've worked together with people to get the initial things of garbage collection going in PHP. That's a nice intro. Let's just kick off. Let's start right at the top. So, how does garbage collection work in PHP? Mostly well. So the way how PHP keeps track of memory for variables is with a mechanism called reference counting. So if you say A equals 42, then a value container or a Z-fold container, as we call them, is created with the value 42. And it remembers that only one variable name, A in this case, points to the Z-fold container. Now, when you do B equals A as variables, PHP doesn't actually copy this container that contains the value, this 42 value, but in C instead just increases the ref count by one. Now, for a simple value like, like a number, this doesn't really matter a lot. But it does matter a lot for having large arrays, for example. So PHP doesn't actually copy them immediately. It will only create a copy of this value container the moment you change the value in it. So that's the basic of reference counting. Every time a variable goes out of scope or you use unset on it, the reference counter gets decreased by one. And when the number hits zero, the value container itself, the Z-fold container, is being freed out of memory. That's in a very short paragraph what reference counting is. Now, how garbage collection comes into play is the following. 
say you create an array with uh, one element, say it's the number 43, and then as an additional element, you add to the array a reference to the array itself. So you say a equals array square brackets or whatever you want to do at 43, and then you do a square brackets equals ampersand uh, a again. So that means that the second element in the array points back to the array again. So which means that a points to the value container holding the array, so that makes ref count one, but the second element of the array also points to the array, so that makes it ref count two. Now the problem is if this function ends or you do unset a, what it will do is it will remove the reference counter for the value, value container containing array by one, but it is still one. But nothing outside of the array itself points back to this array again, which means that there's no way for PHP's memory management to get back to this array to end up freeing it. So in this case, you get a memory leak. These memory leaks are cleaned up at the end of the request, but if you have a very long running script or a very complex application, uh, such as the larger frameworks, then you end up getting more and more of these things if you have these circular references. So the garbage collection mechanism in PHP is created to deal with that sort of references. Okay, so this uh, circular references, as you said, happen in larger frameworks or more complex code when sort of graphs of objects or bigger arrays yep. accidentally, accidentally or by uh, not accidentally point to each other in a, in a circle. Yes, and it doesn't have to be a direct circle. It could be many levels in between. You often see that when people do like parsing things where... Uh, you need to go from, an, from a child note, you need to be able to go back to a parent note, for example. But that kind of stuff, you usually see that. But it is often, often very much accidental, as, instead of it being, uh, well, deliberate, right? If the garbage collector runs within the script uh, to free up memory before the end of the request, so it um, frees up something in between to keep the memory limit a little bit lower than it might be without garbage collection? Why do you think that's, or what are reasons uh, that that uh, would actually be a very useful useful thing to have? I haven't actually quite gone to the point where I explained how the garbage collector actually works. Okay, So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Now the garbage collector in PHP adds, in addition to the algorithm that tries to free up the memory when a variable goes out of scope, what it does is every time the ref count gets decreased by one, it will add it to a buffer that is a thousand and one elements long. Maybe that's been changed to 10,000 now, but it used to be 10,001 because people made an off by one error at some point. And so this happens for every time a, a reference count is decreased by one and it doesn't hit zero. This fills up a buffer of this 10,000 say elements. And when the buffer is full, a garbage collector mechanism is triggered that will go look over all of these possible routes, as they're called, runs this algorithm to detect whether there are circles in there. And it can deal in a quite complex way. There's a lovely paper for it, which I'm sure you can add to the show notes here, that explains how this memory can then still be freed. In most cases, not in all the cases, but in most cases. Uh, however, this garbage collection mechanism can be triggered at basically any time. You have no control over it as a PHP developer. And in some cases, it can be quite slow, and it can be measurable, measurably slow to, to have this trigger. And then, as Benjamin alluded to, the efficiency depends on totally what sort of things are actually stored. In some cases, you end up 
only being able to garbage collect, say, 20% of all the possible loops that you have. But in all the cases, it could be 50 or 80 or potentially 100, but I've never really seen that in, in real Just life. Just a quick question, if I could. That you said like the original value was like a thousand and one objects. You said why the extra one, but like sort of why a thousand was it just a picked value, or it was seemed one a thousand seemed like a good value, and then you said it was then changed to around about ten thousand and one. Just curious why those two numbers. No, it was no no. Um, it, it was always ten thousand as far as I know. It was never a thousand. Or maybe I misspoke. Both of these are possible. I think it was a recommendation from the paper actually, but it is. Uh, it is okay. An arbitrary number. Okay, yeah, I was just sort of curious if it sort of came from like uh, observation or something that seemed to be a high enough value or... Well, what you don't want to do, you don't want a garbage collector to trigger all the time because it's expensive. And if it can't free up memory, it, it ends up trying to refree that memory every single time the garbage collector runs. Additionally, in, in most, most PHP requests, they don't actually end up running the garbage collector because you don't want to interrupt the normal flow, right? It only makes sense to do it when it's really complicated, say, an uncached symphony request or, or or things like that. So the number needs to be high enough for it not to trigger all the time, but not too high so that you never see the benefit of it. Okay, that makes sense. And during the research for this topic, we've found that uh, Nikki made a few changes to this recently. Uh, have, you, have you heard about them? Have you seen them? Or Actually, I have not. Okay, so the uh, since we talked about the uh, 10,000 uh, items, so oh, I think one of the performance problems uh, with garbage collection that um, made this topic uh, visible to the wider community was uh, the composer change, yeah. where they disabled the garbage collection and got a 50% performance increase. Yeah. Uh, I think the problem in their case was... Um, like an example, like you said, where the, uh, a parser or something created a lot of objects and the garbage collector got triggered again and again. However, the problem was that actually no objects were freed at all from the buffer of potential routes. And so it tried to collect them over and over again, but uh, wasn't able to do that. Well, also, if there's no possible routes free, then they won't be recorded anymore either. Okay, so they can't be collected in the future anyways anymore. I don't remember the details there, actually. From what I understood is that routes that couldn't be collected would stay in the root buffer or in a possible root buffer. So yeah, the same memory would be tried to refree over and over again. And yes, in Compose's case, from what I understood is that they're the solver of uh, which packages can depend on which depend on other packages create this big graph structure that was still on use, but couldn't be freed. So there was a lot of overhead there. Then again, also for Compose, it being a one-time script that you run, you don't particularly care of it using more memory. Well, you care about it using more memory, but not about it freeing it to the, towards the end of the request, right? I mean, Compose isn't something that runs on your web server. It's likely running on the CLI. doesn't have memory limits enabled or so anything like that. So it makes very little sense to do the garbage collection in the first place, because at the end of when the script's done, all the memory's freed anyway. Okay. Yeah, so for like sense. single single running scripts, it doesn't make a lot of sense to have the garbage collector enabled. Okay. Do you want to get into some improvements in garbage collection in more recent versions of PHP, or did we inadvertently cover that? Well, Benjamin asked, but I have no idea what, what Nikita changed. Ah, that's right. Yes, yes, you're right. 
So um, I think the the change that Nikki added was that um, the um, the limit of ten thousand possible cycle object mm -hmm. is not a fixed number anymore. Uh, but whenever the garbage collection is triggered and it's not collecting a sufficient amount of objects, then it will either increase by ten thousand or double the amount. I'm not sure. So the the amount of possible root objects is increasing uh, every time which allows new objects or new uh, new potential objects to be um, cleaned uh, to enter this buffer and be part of the potential next calculation. And it also avoids this problem that the garbage collection is triggered in quick succession um, very often. Okay, that makes sense. That's a good good change to it, I would say. Because yeah, having the static root buffer, as you say, the, because you don't necessarily know the efficiency of it. Yeah, you don't know how how well it works. It depends on the on what you actually end up executing, right? Yeah. So when the the garbage collection, I think, is enabled by default. So um, in most applications, it will just run, and you don't know it. And um, so it should be built in a way that it doesn't accidentally cause huge performance problems that that you cannot see yourself very well. Right, but it's also nice to know to have it predictable as an algorithm as well, right? This Java has a similar algorithm in there as well. I mean, it works in a similar, in a very different way. But the problem with the, with doing this is that at some point you just seems like something is unresponsive because the garbage collector triggers and it takes up a lot of time. So you want to avoid these problems as much as you can, especially in 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 code that you always expect to be a hundred milliseconds. Yeah, we talked about um, Composer's um, garbage collection problem, and um, uh, I don't remember how this was being found, but um, uh, let's say you have a kind of um, interest in how garbage collection affects your application. Uh, what, what are some tools for debugging or, or obtaining information about uh, uh, garbage collection in your... Um... I'm not sure why you're asking me, because you made a pull request for xdebug to uh, to have this functionality to be honest that's right <laughs> <laughs> so no need around to beat around a the bush there <laughs> but i'm still happy to explain it to you if you want me to <laughs> uh, so since xdebug 26 i believe it was which is two years ago or so and um, there's a functionality in there that dumps garbage collection statistics to a file on disk and it does it every time the garbage collector garbage collection mechanism gets triggered and it will then show you of those 10,000 possible routes that are in there, how many have been collected, uh, how long the um, how long it took to do this kind of algorithm and it will tell you the, the, the amount of memory before and after and the uh, same as what the reduction was. It also tells you the function from where in your script this is actually run, which is not something you have any control over yourself unless you run the garbage collection mechanism yourself by using GC collect cycles. And yeah, by looking at this on disk, you, you, you sort of get a an overview of how often this happens. That doesn't have to happen at all. And how efficient these things are. At the moment, it, it dumps this in a very simple table-like structure. But maybe in the future, I'll, I'll come up with some better things to do that. Maybe send it over the protocol or things like that. I don't know. But that's what it currently shows. One thing that um, I added for PHP 7.3 because um, I had to do because of changes to the garbage collection was um, a small function that 
doesn't give you the detail that uh, the xdebug functionality has, but at least gives you a possibility when using plain PHP or vanilla PHP to um, get the number of runs, uh, that, uh, so the number of times the garbage collector was actually triggered uh, during the request. Is, is that the only number it provides? It also shows how many objects were collected in total. So um, if you have multiple runs of the garbage collector, you wouldn't know if one was efficient and one wasn't. So um, uh, it gives you sort of the current state. How, how often did it run? How many objects in total were collected? What the current root limit is? So if it was increased from 10,000 and how many routes are currently in the in the buffer. I see. Yeah. I'm looking at the manual page right now, so I know now how it looks like. <laughs> yeah. So the, the problem was that the um, internals of garbage collection were changed in a way that PHP extensions didn't have access to it anymore. I changed that. So, um, or I, I worked a little bit on this to make this possible again. And, and then there was this function in uh, the Zend engine that made this information available and um, making a userland function on top of this was just an additional uh, five to ten lines or something of code. It's basically converting the C struct fields to a PHP array, I'm sure. Yeah. Very well. That's good. But yeah, it's good to know that work on this is still being done because, as I mentioned, ten years ago, so when we introduced this, it was a little bit of a experimental thing. I mean, I gave it a go first myself. Uh, and then failed for very different reasons. Reasons I can't remember. And then at one Google Summer of Code project, uh, we had some. We put this project up as a as an implementation for somebody to do. And in all the times I think the PHP project has participated in Google Summer of Code, which I ha don't think we have done in the last few years, I would argue that is the only one that actually ended up working well. Not thinking about documentation or packable kind of things, but PHP internals, I think it was the only one that actually ended up working well. Of course, the implementation that came out of that wasn't 100% correct either. It was maybe 90% there or something like that. So it, of course, needed some some additional fixing. But yeah, I think that was kind of nice to, to have it because it's like a computer science subject as opposed to a how the hell does PHP's engine actually works thing, which is a lot harder to dive into in the four months or five months that you have time for in Google Summer of Code, as opposed to implementing as a very specific algorithm. Now, of course, PHP's memory manager is still, uh, let's say, complicated and hooking it into how PHP freeze of memory had to be fixed, but uh, and had to continuously being fixed over the, over the PHP versions that came later after that because of minute changes and Dimitri optimizing things again that usually makes PHP run fast, but also breaks everything else. Which is great, of course, but it's a bit of a pain as extension author, as I'm sure Benjamin also knows him. I like how you say that. It's great, but... Yes, it's great, but... <laughs> Very well. All right, well, what else would be valuable, do you think, to someone just becoming aware of it? Okay, so what I do think is important is that people know more how, okay, since I left university, I'm getting more and more exasperated about people not knowing how computers work anymore or have any inkling what the, in the underlying technology is. Like how, how many of you know assembly, right? Have you been taught that in school? 
I mean, I think I'm a few years older, so I might have, might have been the last generation that gets told assembly. Now it's only Java and stuff like that, right? And it doesn't tell you, these courses in uni never tell you anything about the garbage collection works, for example. So all these important top subjects are sort of glossed over now. Whereas I think it, it benefits people from knowing the language that they use better because then they can make better use of the language, which means understanding preference counting that PHP does. Uh, it means understanding garbage collectors. It means how the object model works and all of these things. And that knowing that, I think, makes you a better developer because you know more, more about that. And then that also should teach you that you should never, ever use references anywhere. And all boss of mine would love because you for it, that. <laughs> I'm happy to talk to them <laughs> if you ever encounter them again. <laughs> or... Yeah, no, what you say makes a whole, a whole lot of sense, at least to me where I'm sitting, that if you appreciate sort of what's going under the hood and what the abstractions are and why they're there, yeah, I think it makes you write in a more intelligent way or a more thoughtful way. Maybe that's a better adjective. Um, because, yeah, said old boss of mine, I wanted to, oh, what was I going to do? I was going to do some like course on, on Linux admin or something, and he seemed to get very excited. I had this whole pitch to him about why, you know, the, why it would be good for the company and they could therefore pay for this course and so forth. And he just looked at me with a mm-hmm. smile and said, whatever your reasons are, I'm going to give it to you. And I said, why? And he said, because he said, so many developers I see, they say like, my code's fine and they don't seem to know anything about where the code sits, like the stack upon which that code sits and the appreciation of how that impacts the code positively and negatively. So he said, if you want to learn that, great. How much? Good. So yeah, you point this into, it reminded me of that conversation. Not everybody is like that, though. It was a very enlightening experience. <laughs> I don't think of anything to add, actually, about garbage collection, because I think it's nothing I can think of I could add him. All right, so thanks for coming on to talk about garbage collection in PHP. It was great to be here this morning. Even with your breakfast. Even with my breakfast. Well, 9 o'clock is early for me. I don't usually do 9 o'clock. So, yeah, you made me come out of bed early this morning. <laughs> anyway. I'll just have a little violin playing. All right. So if would you like to plug anything? Have you had a talk or something coming up? Well, as Benjamin or you, I don't actually remember. No, I think as Benjamin alluded in the introduction, I'm currently working on XDBug 3, which is a whole refactor of XDBug because it's after 19 years, it's a, or 17 years, whatever long it is. It's a big, big, it's a big mess. So I'm going through this and I'm actually, the intention is to have this as half of my job, really, to work on XDBook. So I'm getting together some funding through Patreon, and I've had some companies sponsor things. I've set up something on the xdbook.org website slash support, where if you are a company using XDBook uh, and you would like you would like to support me on continuing to work on XDBook, it's your way forward there, and I will very much appreciate that. Additionally, I also run a podcast called phpinternals.news, uh, where I talk with the developers of the PHP language, like the infamous Nikita that we mentioned during this podcast, about all kinds of things that we ask to the PHP language. And uh, yeah, that's a weekly podcast, and you can find it on phpinternals.news. Sweet. And thanks for tuning in. The Undercover Elephant is produced by Tideways, a PHP monitoring, profiling, and exception tracking software company. If you want to know more about anything that you heard during the episode, about our wonderful guest, or about Benjamin and myself, check out the show notes in your favorite podcast player. Alternatively, go to undercover-elephant.com. That's undercover-elephant.com. 
You'll find a link to each episode, which contains show notes for that episode. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, or if you know someone who is very knowledgeable in writing highly performant and scalable PHP applications, then email us at podcast at tideways.com. That's podcast at tideways.com.